Hello everyone and welcome back to Coach, where we discuss college opportunities and cultivating habits. My name is Katie and with me today is Saxony. Hello. Today we have a fun episode, at least in my opinion. We're going to be talking about some student life hacks. We have compiled a list of online resources, techniques, and tips that you might not have heard of. So definitely stay tuned to learn more about how these hacks can help you succeed in your college career. Before we start diving into our list of hacks, I wanted to ask you, Saxony, if you have any resources and hacks that aren't well known, at least in the general population? I kind of do. I have a lot of like personal hacks for myself that I find that work really well. Like if I can't focus on stuff, I'll chew gum just because it gives me something else to do, like something else to focus on. So I do that all the time. And then just like small things like that, where it's like, I know that I work better if I've got, we kind of talked about it in a previous episode, but if I've got like water and literally every single thing that I could potentially need around me, so I never have to stand up while trying to study. Because the second I stand up, I know it won't work. So it's just a lot of little stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. So in this episode, we're going to be talking more about like online resources and some things that you can find, like just typing into Google. So My favorite one to use is for presentations. There are tons of websites that have templates that you can use for either PowerPoint or Google Slides presentations. This is one website I highly recommend all students look into is Slidesgo. So it's like slides.go. It has so many different genres of presentations, whether you are looking for something more professional and minimalist or something bright and colorful. 10 out of 10, recommend checking it out. It just makes everything a lot more colorful and it definitely gives you an edge for presentations. With that, we're going to be diving into our actual list of hacks or resources that are not well known to students. So, Saxony, would you care to start us off? Yes, of course. First on our list is games. If you are struggling with a memorization heavy subject like biology, geography, foreign languages, anything like that, there are a ton of free online games that can help with this memorization. They're great for overcoming like the initial hesitancy and procrastination and everything because you you get to you get to play a fun game and you're also learning at the same time. So it's it's fun and engaging and would highly recommend using these when you're just beginning a study session or like you've been studying for a long time and you need to help increase your momentum. Yeah, yeah, that definitely makes sense. Some fun examples of online games that I found, there's one called Anatomy Arcade, which has Pokemuscle and Wackabone, where you kind of figure out basic anatomy. So for health sciences, that one is definitely something you can check out. There's also science review games, where there's different game models, including soccer, basketball, and deal or no deal that you can apply to a number of basic science subjects. And then, of course, the dreaded Duolingo. It's one of It's one of the best online sources for language learning and also with the meme culture right now. It's definitely something that students should check out, even if you aren't looking into, like, if you're not studying Spanish or French, but if you want to just learn a language on the side, yeah, check it out. It's really fun. You can also find just random, like, quizzes that are, like, a little fun. I had to learn all where all of the states were for one of my classes. Mm, Me too. And I just found a game, like, a matching game, but it had fun little animations. And I still, like two years later, I still remember all that information because it was so fun. And then if you don't want to use pre-made stuff, you can also make your own study game using keywords and preset questions. And we'll, we'll go more into detail in a later episode. So yeah, another resource that I think is often overlooked is YouTube. While generally YouTube is the site where I procrastinate most of the time, it does hold a ton of videos and resources when it comes to learning and education. Some of my favorite channels include Minute Physics, CGP Grey, SciShow, and Crash Course. I really love Crash Course. I think Hank Green, is it Hank Green on that? Yeah, Hank Green does a really good job on there. 
but these channels are great for students as they create easy to understand videos covering really complex topics. I remember I learned one about what is the intrinsic motivation that drives humanity? And Hank Green just like walked me through everything and it was just like, is it like science-based or is it more of a, I don't know, hedonistic, I want to do it for myself type of thing. And it was just like, wow, I learned so fast in 10 minutes. <laughs> but anyway, back to the topic. They're usually like less than 20 minutes long. So if you want to take a quick deep dive into a specific topic, highly recommend typing your question or subject in the search bar and scrolling through the videos. Sometimes you can even find lectures from different universities to help explain a topic in a different way that might make more sense to you. Another thing that I find useful with YouTube is that channels usually have tricks for helping you come up with memorization cues. Just any extra like mnemonics or stuff like that that you might not have discussed in like your own lectures. Watching other lectures might, their professors might have a little different memorization tactics that can help. Yeah, that's how I learned about the countries of the world was just through a, a YouTube video of Yakko's Nations of the World. And I can't remember the mnemonic device, but there's like this thing in like ancient Greece that like it's called like Pentecostal Medimnal or something. And I just remember that because I learned it from another topic that was helping me through my AP world history. So YouTube is just definitely one of those most overlooked websites. Check it out if you're finding like that you're struggling with your professor style of teaching because there's always something on YouTube that you can find. Yeah, there's always it's a great resource for literally anything that you need to know. While checking out these apps and websites, it's very important to not get caught up in like the website and funness of that and start procrastinating. I am well aware that all these sites that we mentioned can be used for procrastination just as much as they can be used for learning, especially as we talked about YouTube and stuff like that. It's so easy to go down a rabbit hole of interesting stuff that's not necessarily connected. So definitely set boundaries and rules for yourself. Go in with the goal of learning and not just trying to distract yourself. Yeah, that's a really good point. The last hack we have for you today helps with the dreaded citations. Obviously, at some point in your college career, we can guarantee that you'll have to write a paper with citations. If you struggle with writing citations, there are a lot of websites that can be very helpful. My favorite one to use is Citation Machine by Chegg. I learned about it in middle school and it's kind of stuck with me as I've continued on to college. With this website, you don't have to pay a subscription fee and it walks you through the entire process. All you have to do is watch a like 30 second ad and it gives you like access for like 24 hours, I think. All you need to do is have a link to a website or a title of a book, depending on what you need to cite and you can copy and paste it into the search bar and it fills it out for you. And then you just click a button and you decide whether or not you want an MLA, APA, or Chicago, whatever style you need, and it just formats it for you. Another website that was recommended to me is Purdue Owl. Our supervisor, Kenzie, said that this website was all that she used for her undergraduate capstone as well as her master's program. So there's some definite like credentials there. So check out Citation Machine by Chegg and Purdue Owl for your citation and English names. Fun fact, did you know that you can use Google Scholar to find your articles and sources and a lot of them already have their citations written in APA format uh, and others also. But how do you find that? When you find a website, underneath the link is something called reference. If you click it, the source should be pre-written and you can just copy and paste it into your paper. I literally didn't know that at all. That saves to you so much time. So definitely if you find something that is useful or something else that we could have touched on this episode, you can check us out and talk to us about it on labor.edu forward slash academic peer coaching. If not, you can go through the A through Z index type A and look up academic peer coaching because I can't remember if that's the exact URL. But anyways, we're going to wrap up today's episode. So actually, do you have a quote for us? Yes, I do. Today's quote is by Anthony J. D'Angelo. 
It's develop a passion for learning. If you do, you will never cease to grow. That's perfect. Sexy. Thank you for listening and we'll catch you on another episode of Coach. See you later, Wildcats.